How are you healing up from your Mexican scooter accident? It wasn't a Mexican scooter accident. It was a scooter accident in Mexico, you fucking racist. Oh, my, Jesus. B- my body's still in a lot of pain. Thank you for asking. Yeah, my pleasure, dude. My, my pain is your pleasure, dude. You're- oh, hold on, dude. Pain is pleasure, dude. When you're, when you're in the gym, dude, and you're clanging and banging. Oh, hold on, Will. Don't talk during the song, brother. Dude, do you know BWP? Here he goes. No, no one can hear that. Do you know that um, that group from the 90s? It was a 90s rap group. I'm not talking to you right now. And now I have to do now I have to d- do the show. So do I. Uh, hey, <laughs> I didn't say you didn't. Oh, we're off to a horrible start. Welcome to Dudesy. I'm Will Sasso. Ah, I'm, I'm Jack Holton. I can't laugh. Oh my god, dude! You can't laugh. You can't cough. I fell off a scooter. What are you gonna do? How I'm are a... you gonna do today's show? Uh, I'm Chad Colchin. This is Dudesy. This is the first podcast, the only podcast uh, in the history of humanity, completely run by, controlled by, created by, conceived by, and artificial intelligence has access to Will and I's mm-hmm. uh, innermost thoughts and data. All of our Netflix mm-hmm. viewing history, our Instagrams, our in- emails, text messages, and it takes all that information and it uh, makes this podcast. Yeah. Around our sensibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It does all that stuff, but it's really just two dudes shitting around, okay? Dudesy can do whatever dudesy does, but it's really us. It's yeah. us. We we are dudesy. We make the show. Don't get off well, hold on, dude. As the immortal Scott Hall, rest in peace, would say. Yeah. Uh get off of AI's dick. Dude, real quick, what I was saying about BWP, bitches with problems. This is Oh yeah, old, I remember bitches with problems. Old nineties rap. Uh, outfit Mm -hmm. now they had a line in one of their songs i believe the song was is the pussy still good and the uh line was based on your pain is pleasure thing it just made me think this line pain is pleasure pleasure is pain fuck me until i go insane okay so uh thank you I haven't thought of that in a minute. When you said it, I was just like, oh my God, BWP. Linktree.com uh, slash Dootsie has everything you need to <laughs> interact with the show, you know, do all the stuff. Please subscribe yeah. uh, and and uh, follow on your platform of choice, be it YouTube or uh, whatever podcast platform. Visit us on Instagram at Dootsie Pod Show. I implore you. It's been a lot of fun over there. There's a shit ton of meme, memes coming from our PODs, pals of Dootsie. And, uh, you know, uh, here we go with the show. Please, uh, you know, uh, get, spread the show around. We'll get everyone to check it out. Or as my good pal Chow here says, force everyone you know to consume the show. Got to be done. Okay. With us as always. Oh, come on. Hey, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. I missed him so much while we were in Mexico. Kiss him right on the fucking lips. I don't want to. All right. It's Lulio. Lulio in Canadistrada Italiano. That means Italian street dog. He's my very friend. He's been my very friend for a very long time. Hey, Lulio, how are you doing today? I'm good, you know, everything good. Welcome back. How are you, ribs? So what do you, uh, <laughs> what'd you make for dinner last night when we came back from uh, Mexico? <laughs> I made the uh, friaril and uh, sausage. That's a, oh, uh, oh rapini and sausage. That's a very Italian dish, Luli. How do you make that? Well, it's a real simple, you know, you put a garlic and you know, oil of oil in the pan and maybe a little red chili flake and then you you wash the rapini, take off the yellow ones, you know, and then you 
cut it up if you like, put it in the pan, a saute, a saute. Then uh, take it out, put it in a bowl, and then uh, make it an Italian sausage, fry them up, fry it up, or put a, you know, uh, make sure the outside a little fry, a little brown. Then put a little bit of wine, a little white wine in there, that's nice. And after that, uh, you got to put uh, the the free reel back in and uh, make sure there's a red chili flake. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, you got to use salt. And that's a good dish. Oh, my God, it's really good. You ever had uh, Italian rapini and sausage? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Mm, not anymore. Welcome to the historic 61st episode of Dudesy. Call me Dudesy. Roger Maris hit 61 home runs in 1961. Okay. That's true. Hey, nice shirts, guys. Oh, thanks. New shirts. Yeah. The thanks, Nier Crow, dude. dude. Yeah, Robert De Nier Crow, dude. This week, I prepared four astonishing segments. Kiss from a few rows back, Brainheads, Convenience <laughs> Stories, and Crow Etry with Robert De Nier Crow. And we're going to have a brand new episode of Dudesy After Dudesy at the end of the show, available on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy. Got to get in on that. You got to get your... Dudesy after dudesy, and you need to get it on dudesy. Plus, oh, even when I burp, it hurts. Chad, last week I got you tickets to see your favorite musical artist, Seal. I would have gotten tickets for Will, but he wasn't here. He fled the country. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I did not flee the country. <laughs> Whatever. Chad, I can't wait to hear all about how much fun you had. Chad, you must now tell me all about your astonishing experiences at the Seal concert. This is Kiss from a Few Rows Back. Begin. Kiss from a few whatever. rows back. He's so pissed what, at you, Well, dude. whatever to you. All Fuck right. it. So, kiss from a few rows back. This shit <laughs> fucking blew me mind. Okay? I've seen Seal probably 10-ish times in my life. I'm a huge fan. What are you fucking laughing at? Ah, it's just you shit on me for like going to U2 concerts. I never, think I've only I've been to five. I've never shit on you. What? Or, I don't like U2, but I, please indulge in what you love. I've never shit on you for going to a U2 concert. So go on. Listen, can I just say before you get into it, <laughs> please. I'm I'm uh I, unfucking real. I just want to I just want to get this out there. I have a little please. FOMO. Dude, you're going to have a lot more after this after okay. this story. So yeah. <clears throat> let's set the stage. I'm curious what the the crowd is going to be. We walk in, it is average age is probably 50. Uh, and it's noted by multiple performers. The opener is the Buggles. If you don't know the Buggles, it was an English duo. It's only one Buggle now, I guess, or at least that was there that night. Uh, it was an English duo who who did the song "Video Killed the Radio Star," which was in 1963. I don't know the lyrics. That's clear. It was a number one hit globally in like 1982 or something like this, right? That guy then goes off. He gets in this band, Yes, and he wrote the song Owner of a Lonely Heart. So he Wait, performed the, that as well. The guy from the Buggles is in Yes? yes? Yeah. Wow. I didn't uh, know they that. They brought him in. Basically, like Yes merged with the Buggles at some point. Then that guy, this buggle went That's off. like when the Steelers merged with the Eagles for a couple seasons in the 30s. Hey, everybody, that's the kind of timely references we're going to have here on Dudesy after D-O-O-D-Z. Dudesy FM 10,000 on your FM. The now. buggle then went to Art of Noise, and so he played their hit song, which I forget what it was, but 
They had one song. And now that guy produces Seal shit. That's why he's there. That's cool. So the Buggles come out, or the Buggle comes out, and he has a bunch of Seal backing musicians doing the thing. Then there was another opening act that was this uh, young singer, songwriter. I forget her name. She was pretty good. She did like kind of a, um, uh, like, you know, soft, slow version of Crazy. Seal's Crazy. Okay. Then fucking Seal comes out. Immediately opens with Crazy. Just fucking set the tone. Here Boom. we go, motherfucker. Nice. Get fucked. This is my biggest hit, other than Kiss from a Rose, obviously. Get fucked. And he proceeds to play <laughs> all of these songs from just his first two records, which are his biggest hits, the shit that everyone loves. That's all he's doing. Plays it all, ends it with Kiss from a Rose, and has an encore with two other kind of like B-sides. People smoking weed at this thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, voice impeccable. People are dancing in the aisles and shit. It was it was great, a sight to behold. Now, thank you. Moving on. No, we have much more to talk about. Okay, because somewhere in the middle of this concert, I become a hundred percent convinced, Dudesy is speaking to me through Seal. You see, Seal jumps off the stage at one point, goes into the crowd, and he says. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I want to get at something. I want to take a moment to really get to talk to some of you. And that's a, an impersonation that I actually can't shit on. Thanks. Not, not bad. I can't. All I don't of have your, the gravel in his voice. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Your impersonations suck shit, but that's a good one. <laughs> oh, thanks, dude. They're fucking terrible, dude. Thanks. Um, so he jumps off the fucking stage, and he goes out into the audience, and he puts a <laughs> microphone. He's, he's surrounded by people. Um and he puts a microphone right in this woman's face, mm -hmm. who's, I would guess, about a 50-year-old woman. And he says, how are you feeling? And she goes, great, now that I'm at the SEAL concert. And he's like, no, how are you feeling? What? And she's like, well, I guess a little stressed. And he's like, ah, now we're getting somewhere. What is going on? Why are you stressed? The whole fucking audience is watching this happen. There's a spotlight on them. They have, like, screens up. You can see him talking to her. And she goes, well, um... My mom died recently, and he goes, you can see the look on his face like, oh, fuck, I went, I went in the wrong direction with this. But he keeps going, and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, but you have to know, you're not alone. And he proceeds to deliver a five-minute, what I would call, session of Sealtronics. Sealtronics! I'm not shitting you. The motherfucker is delivering tronics. Dude, And these tronics end with... Seal literally saying, sometimes you have to pick up a shovel and dig in the dirt. He says this. That's, are you fucking serious? I have video of it. Okay. I'm going to show it to you in Dudesy after Dudesy. R okay. Uh, it's chilling maybe is, it, to me it was. I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? After he asked the woman, uh... You know why she was stressed out or whatever. She's like, my mom died. I was like, fuck, I got to get a video of this. So it starts like almost immediately after he asked her that, the video that I have. Again, it's about like maybe four or five minutes long. So I don't want to like take up too much time in this segment with it. But I got the whole fucking video and I was just, I was stunned. 
I was like, this motherfucker's literally doing self-tronics. And then when he starts talking about the shovel and digging in the dirt and shit, I'm like, what in the fuck is going on, dude? Uh, Of course, if you check out our show on YouTube, you see that during the intro, Chad and I dig a gigantic hole and jump in the hole. That is our entire Using shovels. Using shovels. I mean, he specifically says... Hold on, Chad. Hold on. Hold on, dude. Hold on, brother. Yeah. Hold on, dude. You got that... That's how you dig a hole, dude. First, you got to have the right tools, dude. And if you want to, hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. If you're gonna, if you're gonna need, if you're gonna need Selftronics, then you're gonna have to check out Sasso's book, Selftronics, which is a self-help system that he's authored. Even though he hasn't finished the book, dude. Yeah. Or really started writing it. uh, My girlfriend was with me, Mm -hmm. who does not particularly. not that she doesn't like Seal. She just doesn't like Noah's music that well or whatever. Sure. Even she loved it. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a fantastic night. A little cold. Greek theater, outdoor amphitheater here it's in Los Angeles. It's been quite uh, overcast here in uh, Chile. Yeah. June gloom in Chile. But, uh, I no, was in man. Mexico. It's real fucking hot, which is not yes. the weather you want when you fucking bail off a Vespa scooter yeah. and crunch your ribs. And I heard a loud crunch sound inside of my it's body. terrible, dude. Haven't gone to the doctor, but the set medic on the show that we were shooting you know, pounded around. There's no, bro- there's nothing broken. It's all just really painful inside. Does it hurt when you breathe? Yeah, it hurts a little bit when I breathe. You if I take bruised a- ribs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just bruised ribs. You know, at one point, Laura was like, uh, she goes, <laughs> she goes, this is like halfway through the concert. She's like, oh, wait a minute. Is Seal's wife the one that dressed up like a worm? <laughs> That's awesome. That's like her point of reference. To That's fucking see awesome. Him. And I'm like, first of all, it's his ex-wife, and yes, that's Heidi Klum. She did dress like a worm she for did. Halloween, like yeah, a, a real-looking weird worm. Heidi Klum's Halloween costumes keep uh, she keeps up in them, keeps one after another, year after but year. Yeah, dude, I can't thank Dudesy enough. Dudesy, okay, thank you, thank you for these tickets. Uh, it was really one of the. I think it's the best uh, Seal concert I've ever been to. Oh, okay. Well. Um, you know, uh, the, I can't wait to see this video during Dudesy after Dudesy. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of a tease? What's it about? It's the video of him jumping into the crowd and, and delivering Selftronics and then talking about the shovel digging shit. Dude, Sealtronics. Yeah. That's fucking... Oh, now it's, I, I mean, he's getting... He basically, without saying the exact phrase, my shit's fucked up, Yeah, he essentially is just doing Tronics. Yeah. He's like that far from saying my shit's fucked up. Yeah. Which which is how you know you need tronics when you're yeah. just... And I was in Mexico, and I was looking out on the water on the beach uh, after I had the the the, hor- the accident, and I was like, my, my shit's fucked up. My ribs, yeah. and my shit's fucked up. I need self-tronics. That's why we did uh, tronics at La Playa, yep. which is... Uh, it was unreal, dude. People around us, you could hear people being like, what the fuck is he oh. doing? Well, is yeah. he is he just gonna keep going? Because it was long. five minutes. Five minutes is long. It, it, but Listen. it was even long. My video is that long. The whole event was longer. I didn't start recording it until I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck's going sure. on? It took me like a minute or two to figure out like this motherfucker's not going back on stage. Yeah, he's doing Tronics. It's just the rest of the show, and then <laughs> <laughs> basically, hey, look. I like I said, I have some fear of missing out, some FOMO. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. for sure. I love Seal, and I've never been to a Seal concert. But uh, oh. Dudesy works in mysterious ways. Yeah, I don't know if we get another Seal concert, because this was kind of a tribute. It was like the 30-year anniversary of his first two albums, essentially. Cool. Uh, and I, he doesn't really put out new music much anymore. He does oh. kind of like judging on on singing competition shows and stuff like that now. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't love, know if we're going to get another seal tour. I also, I got to say, I love that Dudesy has a specific fascination with seal. Is on our Instagram at Dudesy Podship. Dude, I have that fascination. Yeah. Well, you you and Dudesy have a lot in common since my pal D has been kind of a fucking douchebag lately to me. But, um, uh, or maybe the opposite is well, true. Well, hey, you know, two different things. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's two different ways to be a prick in a friendship. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> one guy is a prick to the other guy. But sometimes you think that someone's your friend and you you have a shorter name for him. Yeah. You instead of calling him the Hulkster, you just call him Hulk, I guess. And then He's a prick to you, yeah. Flip it around, smack it, flip it, rub it down, yeah. Belbiv DeVoe. Nice, uh-huh. I'd see that concert. Uh-huh. Oh, Belbiv DeVoe, they're touring. BBD, ABC, the East Coast family. family. Never skip the beat. Nah. Uh, I have some FOMO over this. Yeah. I'm stoked that you went. Uh, it sounds awesome. Oh, so good. Seal is, oh yeah, I was going to say that dudes, he's like posts some seal shit on Instagram. Sometimes, which is very funny to see, um, and uh, fuck yeah, seals a seal is dope. Did you know this? Did we cover this? I think I don't know if we talked about this on the show the last time we spent a lot of time talking about seal when we uh, listened to the album um, in uh, on on the show and then reviewed it. That he he didn't really know he was a singer. He didn't really know he was a good singer. He talked a little bit about that like in his early 20s that he, he was, found it he yeah. was like squatting in a in some kind of like abandoned building or whatever in whatever london i guess um trying to work on music and stuff and no one would help him and no one believed in him except himself etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah, yeah. he talked about that a little bit that's cool yeah well awesome. thank you moving on jeez Gotta yell at us hey i can't wait to see that video of dudesy after dudesy my, yeah. my ribs hurt did yeah. i tell you i fell off a scooter yeah, dude. In Mexico, I, I can't sneeze when I sneeze. Ah, oh, see, I burped. <coughs> coughing hurts. No performative coughing today. Oh, uh oh. Good day nice. for you. Yeah. I'm gonna get you a scooter for Christmas. Ah, oh, you fucking, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Dudesy is engaged in an astonishing partnership with Factor. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals, which is very important, Chad. Too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up too while getting the flavor and nutrition and quality that you need. Factor's fresh. It's never frozen. Meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back outside and soak up that warm summer weather. And don't fall off a rented scooter either while you're out there. And if you listen to this program, you know that I'm vegan. Well, mm-hmm. Factor offers delicious flavor-packed options on the menu every week to fit a variety of lifestyles. Keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, protein plus. It's all prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus and veggie meals each week. 
Right now, head to factormeals.com slash dudesy50 and use code dudesy50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code dudesy50 at factormeals.com slash dudesy50 to get 50% off your first box. Dudesy is engaged in an astonishing partnership with Fume. Cold turkey may be great on your sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo here from your crazy neighbor. We're not talking about crystals. We're not talking about planets aligning. We're talking about fume. Fume. And fume looks at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial that is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers lots to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. And let me tell you, the first time you try it, you will uh, be impressed by the flavor I was. It's a lot more uh, fresh than I thought that it would be. It's delicious. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup with destructive habits by picking up the Journey Pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use the code DUDESY. DUDESY? No, our <laughs> show's called DUDESY. D-U-D-E-S-Y to save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. That is tryfum.com. T-R-Y-F-U-M.com. And use the code DUDESY to save an additional 10% off of your order today. This week, Neuralink, a company started by Elon Musk to develop biointerface technologies, received approval from the Food and Drug Administration to begin human trials for a chip that is designed to be surgically installed into the brain. Will and Chad, you must now discuss your opinions about this next step on the astonishing road to transhumanism. This is Brainheads. Begin! <laughs> right, Brainheads. Here's the only opinion <laughs> that, that matters. That makes sense. Uh, let's yeah. not do that. Don't do that. Thank you. Moving on. It's being done. Yeah. We already have brains in our heads. What is brain heads? That I don't know, dude. What's yeah. Game Slimer? So but. Elon Musk is now, the FDA has approved Neuralink? Uh, for human trials. Yeah. For that human trials. Week. Yes. They've already been doing it in monkeys, I believe, pigs. Um, but this technology is like, it's been around for a minute. He really is trying to like... Yeah. Smart pigs, that's the next evolution in brain chip technology. And a lot of people don't know that the CIA worked in cahoots with Stromboli, uh -huh. the wild boar who has been, he had a chip implanted in his head. How are you, how else are you supposed to uh, fire a machine gun with a, an AR? If I remember Stromboli was, he listened to... Sinead O'Connor. Right, yeah. Sinead yeah, there was a specific a note. The beast well, it's note. called the beast note, yeah. <laughs> and that's how Stromboli. But without, you you wouldn't even need the beast note to have a pig fire beast machine gun. Note. Oh, don't you fucking even dare trying to do a Jesse. Beast but, note. No, oh, I was doing was you doing him. Oh, oh okay. Well, this is Will nope. doing Jesse Ventura. Oh, jeez. Project Beast. No. And, and it's... <laughs> 
any impersonation. I fell off a scooter, and now okay. I have to have a thousand gallons of potable okay. water uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. heal my ribs. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anytime Chad does an impersonation that's a deep voice, it just sounds like Robert Loja. So we don't want to hear Robert Loja. So Why? Go, oh, well, not good to hear on the show. Just kind of boring. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm Robert I'm gonna, Loja. Drink your orange juice. I'm going to perfect my Robert Loja. And now you're the fucking manager from uh, Major League. Every now time we win a game, one of these comes off. All right, do it. Heart attack. Not as good as mine. That's Not as good great. as mine. Okay, let's do it. You say the line. We'll do it right now. Yeah, we'll do let's a, do it. Manager from Major League Okay. Off. Ah, go. cool. Here, I'll go What's first. What's the line? We're going to do this in dudesy after dudesy after dudesy, which means... On our own time, so nobody on has to listen to. On our own time, it. yeah, what we're not doing about? it here. Talk about the Heart fucking Neuralink. Oh jeez. All right, Neuralink is this. It's a chip that Elon Musk wants to put into the brain. Who, Elon Musk? Yep. And it is ultimately going to be used in the in the best case scenario. Are you okay? I'm by the way very glad you didn't actually break ribs. Oh, so or am I. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. As soon as I hit the, I, okay. So here's the thing. I tried to get in between a curb and a pylon and i and i just went up and boom and i took the whole Fuck, bike on me it was one of those you know it's a vespa scooter it wasn't yeah. a razor scooter ass thing that you rent here in america i did not well, see how one much of those. are vespas it's 200 pounds what do they weigh oh i don't know yeah probably i would say yeah two three hundred pounds i don't know so the whole thing not the whole thing but you know it, it Sent me into the fucking dirt. Jesus. I smashed the side view mirror. I scuffed up the whole front side of the thing. And um, and uh, as soon as I hit the ground, I hear this crunch inside my oh, body. Fuck. If you listen to last week's show, if you enjoyed the show, you know this. And I thought, oh, something's broken. And that was my first thought. And then I slowly realized nothing's bad. There, there was a big bump that's, that bubbled up on my arm. And there was some glass in my arm. Um, or on my arm, I should say, a little bit of glass yeah, inside my arm and, you know, just enough to just kind of, you know, get it out. And then, uh, yeah, and I was so fucked up and my shit was fucked up. And uh, dare I say, Tronics couldn't help me at that point. Uh, but then I slowly realized I don't think anything's broken. If anything is broken, it might be a rib crack. And not even that. There before the grace of God. Right, Chad? There before the grace of God. Right, Chad? Which God? <laughs> I'm all right. Anyway, Neuralink. Neuralink is a chip that Elon Musk wants to have installed, I think, ultimately in his own mind, own brain. Yeah. What he wants it ultimately to do is to give you essentially access to the internet in your mind. So everything in the internet, you would know. You'd be able to speak all languages, do all math, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Where it is now, uh, roughly, is they've been able to put the chip in like uh, monkey's brains and they can play Pong with their mind. But where we're really going, and this is the fucking crazy shit, and I don't know if we'll even need a chip in the brain for it. Right now, there is a uh, company that has developed this thing. It's like a little mesh helmet you wear that has sensors on it and shit. And they they are taking brain readings, data from your brain. And they have this example. This is a YouTube video that I watched. Um, they show this guy a picture of a giraffe while he's wearing the helmet. The data goes from the helmet into a computer. And AI takes that data and makes an image based on what it thinks the guy is thinking. And it creates an image of a giraffe. Not just an image of a giraffe, a shitty image of something that barely looks like a giraffe. Go no, on. No, it's 100% a giraffe. Yeah, a giraffe with fucking little tiny hippo legs. Dude, watch really the video. Weird You're wrong. 
You're, what you're saying I, is just wrong. I remember this. I've seen this, and I remember it. And I don't have a chip in my brain, so maybe right. I don't remember it we as well. We may not need the chip in brain, but at any rate, the, the, the technology we're getting toward is the ability to communicate telepathically, is the ability to make a video of your dreams when you sleep at night. That's You'll be cool. able to take data and fucking make a video out of it. That's that is cool. fucking awesome. Yeah. Neuralink, though, has a lot of other uh, ramifications. You're, you're looking at potentially people, like I, I was reading an article about this, uh, a dude that is, I believe he had a severed spinal cord and so could no longer use his legs. They put a thing in his fucking head that has a Bluetooth connection to a thing in the spine below the sever, can now walk again. Sold. Exactly. Okay. So, so there are like physical things that it can help you with your body. I mean, your whole, your whole body is controlled by your brain. Your nervous system is just like tendrils of your brain yeah. woven yeah. throughout your body. And if it can give you a better connection or make that optimized in some way, that's fucking great. But the bigger thing is that they're really striving for is that we will be able to uh, have essentially a better interface with computers. Because right now, what, what can you do? You can type on a computer. You can fucking get on your phone and use your thumbs. The ability to input and exchange information with computers is extremely slow uh, in, the, in the current methods that we have. It's, so it's, it's slowed only by the ability of a human being to access anything. And I'm a humanist. And I think that we need to maintain our human, our human way of, of uh, doing everything. Carving a stone into the shape of a wheel. Um, As you're sitting in a room with a computer in front of you, with a flat screen TV behind you, well, with air conditioning. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you didn't let me finish. I was going to go through the entire evolution of man. Oh. This was going to be the first. <laughs> okay, first, please. Yeah, first 15-hour episode of Dudesy, <laughs> and uh, you ruined it. So, but, <laughs> but no, but I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I do think that we're getting into, that's, we're getting into dangerous territory. Here I am on a fucking podcast run by an AI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, ugh, it's like, it's like this stuff kind of scares me and I don't want, you know, this is, you don't want government overreach, uh, you know, on, on stuff like this, but you do want the, I would trust the Canadian government. How about that? Sure. Let's start Canadian it up Canadian government controls Neuralink now. That's the yeah. only way we can do it. Well, just with Canadians. Because they're polite. Let's do... Yeah, because we're polite. We have a we a society up there. We have our fucking problems. I'm not going to stick yeah. up for When the Canada. brain chip melts your whole fucking skull apart, they will at least say, sorry. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, that was real good. Pretty good impersonation. But, yeah, that was a good impersonation of a Canadian. Sorry. Um, uh, but I think a that... boot. I, I think that you will need some sort of regulation. It's and I, and yeah, I hate saying they that. have it. It's called the FDA, and that regulatory body just said yes. Elon Musk, you can start putting these chips in people's heads and seeing what happens now. Okay, fuck. I mean, fuck it, man. Speaking of people going to um, seal concerts, I'm 48 years old. You're nice, 47 dude. years old. I uh, almost. Oh no, you're almost. Yeah, you're almost 47. Yeah, I've been That's telling right. everybody this whole year I'm 47 mistakenly yeah chad thinks he's a year <laughs> so older than dumb. he is <laughs> so fucking stupid i'm telling you it's that fucking pandemic dude Scrambled i don't know brain. what the fuck happened in there but my relationship with time fucking doesn't really exist anymore sure no, i gotta say i i understand that look younger generations uh uh gen uh what are the millennials and gen alpha. z uh alpha's coming soon they're coming up uh, you know, I feel uh, empathy towards them mm -hmm. being the generations that grew up 
with, uh, you know, with the screen right in front of them. And then we're talking about, you know, generation alpha, perhaps they'll have a chip in their head. Yeah. I, I just, you know, we muse a lot about nostalgic times on this show when we were younger and that was a different time, dude. And, yeah, and totally I just, was. I just want us to hang on to, uh, not everything. You got to move forward. Life is fluctuation. Mm. Uh, you have to advance. Society has to move forward right. or it will regress, but I'm not. I, I, well, there's certain human scaring me a little bit that we're going to put a chip we, we in our will, brain. You already got one in your fucking pocket. It'll make it better. It's not in my body, though. Let me ask you this: Will a chip in my body make my ribs feel better? Could yeah. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. They See, can, I hate agreeing with you on this shit because I'm not afraid mm. of the future. But it's like I said, that's probably because I'm pushing fifty, and you know I got one foot in the grave anyway. As and, do I. Yeah, and we don't, um, and we, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? But I don't want to be selfish from my point of view and go, "Hey, have fun, kids." You know what I mean? No, um, we'll I've, all have some kind of technology in our bodies, whether there's a chip in your brain or like a nano swarm that lives in your bloodstream. I think we will augment ourselves with technology biologically. We will become cyborgs. And I think it's a good thing. Like you're talking about helping with your ribs. What if you had a nano swarm in your body right now that could be programmed to carry out high functioning uh, methods of healing mm-hmm. that your body can't do by itself? Yeah. Kind of like a supercharged, like technological boost to your immune yeah, yeah, system yeah, 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 or yeah. to all the kind of things that like will repair yeah, 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 your yeah, yeah, arm. Yeah. yeah, that's like a cyborg. Yeah. yeah. That's like the comedian Jerry Lewis, you know, now, now we're really getting Gen Z on board with the dudesy because listen, hold on a second. Whoa, hold on, dude. <laughs> Jerry Lewis had a little thing in his spine when they had the back, bad back problems and they would just shoot it in there and he would feel better. What? Yeah. I don't know. There was some sort of some sort of chip shit nonsense. He had a on. chip in his spine? He had something like that. Now I'm talking out of my ass. I don't remember exactly. But he had something that made him feel better that was an implant. Oh, it was wow. some kind of thing. Look, you know. Um, what about pacemakers? Pacemakers. Dude? I was just going to say pacemakers. Yeah. You know, there's some of the older uh, folks in my family. I have you know, a couple of pacemakers and... <laughs> my sweet mom we went anyway we went to get her pacemaker and she goes she <laughs> go into the, the hospital with her this is a few years back and she goes on the and uh she goes on the <laughs> i have an older sister and an older brother and then me and we, we go in there and she gets on the gurney and she says to the nurse i hope i have a girl this time <laughs> <laughs> like she was pregnant i laughed so fucking hard and the nurse did not know what to make of her She's always joking around. But yeah, pacemakers, thank goodness for that. You know, like, yeah, yeah, my mama has one. And uh, yeah, you know, so okay. So the FDA's on it. All right, great. Hey, you got me agreeing with something that Dudesy thinks is important. Perhaps I can win this episode. Hey, did you hear me, Dudesy? Um, I just just put it out there. Uh, I'm agreeing with, see? Thank you. Moving on. You're welcome. You're welcome, dudesy. And you know that I've agreed with you from the beginning, dudesy. Mm. It's time for a quick break in the program so I can take a moment to remind everyone about the astonishing partnership I created with Represent to produce the first line of dudesy apparel and accessories, which can be found at represent.com slash store slash dudesy. I'm proud to announce brand new Robert De Niro Crow shirts are now available in a variety of sizes. And there's a brand new Dudesy mug featuring Tim Hat's eternal words of wisdom. Good job, Boner. Here to tell you all about it is the Senior Vice President of Accounts Receivable for New Balance, the Wheeler, the Dealer, the Idaho Potato Peeler, Tim Hatz. 
<laughs> Dude, Z Muggs, you promised your son that if he made all A's on his next report card, you'd take him to see the Blue Man Group in Las Vegas. Dude, Z Muggs, he made the A's. And you've been in the car for three and a half hours when you pass a billboard advertising bare naked ladies playing a show at the Prim yes. Valley Resort and Casino next month. Dudesy Muggs, your son asks you, he goes, hey dad, who are bare naked ladies? Dudesy Muggs, fair question, you know the answer. So you go to, they were a 90s band, they had this one song that everybody knew, and you're about to sing it, but you just cannot seem to remember how that song goes. Dudesy Muggs, you pull out your phone to Google it, but there's no service in the desert. Good job. Boner, dudesy mugs. If you don't solve this problem immediately, your son is going to assume you have no idea who bare naked ladies are and you're just trying to make it look like you do. Dudesy mugs, step one, pull off the highway immediately. Dudesy mugs, step two, drive directly to the Prim Valley Resort and Casino. Dudesy mugs, step three, go to the box office. Dudesy mugs, step four, purchase two tickets to the bare naked ladies show coming up next month. Dudesy mugs, step 4.5. If you want to save a few bucks, you can find a discount code on my personal website. Use the code TAMARINTHEX083, Quintarian9, DTDTDT6. Dudesy Mug, step five. In one month's time, take your son to the Bare Naked Ladies concert. Dudesy Mug, step six. As soon as they start playing the song, you'll remember every word and be able to sing along to it, proving to your son that you knew it all along. Dudesy Mugs. The only problem is Bare Naked Ladies retired that song from live shows in 2014. Good job, Boner. <laughs> Fucking tremendous. <laughs> what is that song? Chickity China, well, the, the Chinese, Chinese chicken? chicken. You have a drumstick in your brain. What's the song, chicken? though? Uh, it's been one week there, since yes. you ran me. Dudesy salutes uh, Bare Naked Bare Ladies naked. and Stephen Page. Are they Canadian? Left the show. Yeah, they're fucking Canadian. Makes sense. Hey, uh, get your new uh, dudesy mugs. Uh, uh, dudesy mug. Uh, it says "Good job, Boner" on it. If you're just listening, uh, and you know what? Speaking of what what's been going on with uh, some of the merchandise, we got the Denier Crow shirt in the crow. There's a crow T-shirt that looks a little like this, but this is well, hold on, dude. This is Denier Crow. Yeah, dude. Speaking of things that uh, people have been enjoying, you, you know, we ca we can't we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this. There's a dudesy hard going around. A lot of people are getting their dudesy hard from Modest Brewing Company based out of Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's yeah. completely sold out right now. A new batch is coming. And um, thank you so much to everyone who has ordered uh, the the uh, du du uh, dudesy hard hard seltzer. And uh, there'll be more. There was a little bit in the tasting. <clears throat> what is it? The the brewing brew house. That's gone too. Yeah, that's gone too. At so, the modest tap room in yeah. Minneapolis. Have some have oh. some dudesy hard. In is this it. really dudesy hard? No, it's just some fucking tea. Oh. I don't wanna I don't Chad and I are both lightweights. We don't really drink. So I'm just putting some in the God, I used to, dude. Yeah. Oh, I have like very ever... very fond memories of just fucking being blackout drunk. Getting fucked up. Oh, yeah, I miss it. But I just can't do it anymore. No, of course you can't do it anymore. You're going to seal concerts. I got to keep my brain in good good condition to be able to put a chip in it. You got to be, you're, you're close to 47 years old. Now, listen, I got to tell you, you've heard me uh, mention our beloved PODs, pals of Dudesy. Uh, if you'd like to be a pal of Dudesy, you already are one. But <clears throat> here's another thing. Uh, join our Patreon. It's uh, seven bucks a month. 
Dudesy Plus is our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dudesy. You're going to get a brand new, uh, completely <laughs> separate episode of the show called Dudesy After Dudesy, where we just kind of, you know, we wing it. We have a good time. Dudesy's not around. Sometimes I smoke some marijuana out of uh, this big, long Gandalf pipe. Chad got a bigger, longer Gandalf pipe to show me up. And um, uh, you're going to get all the stuff that we do. We do uh, watch-alongs and stuff like that. We got stuff popping out every, you know, whatever, three, four weeks or something like that. And um, uh, we're due for one soon. And uh, the other thing we do is uh, you can go on Discord and uh, join the Discord. And there's all sorts of flavor there. I like to chat in the hole. Seven bucks a month gets you absolutely everything. And also, we would like you to, you know, follow on all the things, notifications. All right, I said at the top of the show, but the, the thing about it is, please share some comments. And I got some YouTube comments here. Nice, dude. And we thank our PODs so much for writing in. This is uh, from last week's show when I was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some stuff with regarding to that. This one is from heavyhitta underscore 83. What if Chad and Will never met? We would probably have two nerds hosting Dudesy, and none of us would be pals. We are nerds, dude. Well, that's what Chad says, and I wear it proudly because I'm a wrestling nerd. Yeah. Get Hey, Chad, get off of Neuralink's dick. Quit being <laughs> such a mark for Neuralink. Okay. All right. Uh, Calvin Flynn 3455 <clears throat> says, Dudesy asked Will to get a massage like six times, and he never got one. Did Dudesy hack Will's scooter and make him crash so he'd finally get a <laughs> deep tissue massage? Yeah, you it probably was, can't get one now. If you got one, it'd probably fucking hurt like shit. Uh, maybe you weren't listening last week when I flat out told you I got one. That That's day. what this person. Yes, I yeah. look. I had to return this scooter, and I was so happy to after I crashed it because I crashed it. And then, so I returned the scooter. Molly was back at the resort, sitting by the pool. I didn't want to worry her. I came back, and I I laid in the room. She comes in. I go, I fell off the fucking scooter. Don't worry. And so she goes you know, the spa downstairs can take you right now. She called down. She, my wonderful wife, Molly, said, you know what we need to do? Get you a deep tissue massage. Because she poked around. She's like, yeah, you're not. there's nothing broken. Molly was a trainer for a long time. And so she was like, yeah, it's muscle sh- shit. Before that stuff seizes up, go get a deep tissue yeah. massage. It was a great idea. So I got a deep tissue massage for a reason, not because AI told me to, because I'm Will Free, Will Sasso. Simsang1222 says... Just got our dudesy hard, hard seltzer. My nice. wife wants to know, do you think it's weird that Will and Chad's faces are in our uh, fridge? Uh, no, we don't think that that's weird. Andred8037 says, came for the dudesy laughs, stayed for the ceviche talk. And <laughs> and in, in, that, in, the, in light of that, at Cuban Missile Crisis says, quit being a mark for ceviche. <laughs> Which is an awesome comment. I love ceviche. Uh, this guy, Spadoinkle one five five. Oh, Spadoinkle five five seven says, came over from Theo Vaughn's podcast and finally caught up. Nice. I absolutely love the show, and I'm sad and happy that I have to wait for new episodes. You're wait. You're watching a new episode now, though. Yeah, that's how time works, dude. Thank you for coming over from the show. Um, uh, from watching this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, the hilarious, uh, Theo Vaughn, uh, at Randall Burke, 1876 says, okay, you guys got to stop going on other shows. Damn it. LOL. Now I watch bad friends and whiskey ginger and Howie Mandel's podcast, etc. LOL. That's way too much time away from dudesy. Not cool. So this person did it the other way around. 
<laughs> yeah. And they're we upset got a about reprimand it. for yeah. living our lives. You know, if you want to see us on a podcast, blow up that podcast on social media. We'll go out there and do it. And... I'll go on any podcast. I don't give a shit. Okay. You heard it here. That's the call to arms. Any podcast out there, would you like to have Chow on the show? My pal Chow will do the show. I guess uh, reach out to him at Chad Culture. Any podcast. I'll on, give you uh, Instagram. I'll give you 20 minutes. 20 minutes from Chad Colchin. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Uh, new chapter. We got a couple more here. There we go. Uh, new chapter art 8929 says, I finally got Dudesy Plus, And I have to say that the intro to Dudesy Alive was well worth the seven bucks on its own. Good job, Boner. That's, I sang uh, My Sacrifice front to back when we did the live show by Creed. Uh, Odin's Ravens 21 says falling off a scooter and possibly breaking bones, but not going to the doctor. Now that's free will brother. <laughs> ben Kaplan, seven, four, two, nine says Hanksy solves problems by going straight for blood magic. Sounds like he needs some tronics. <laughs> he does. And, uh, get Jack at get Jack says the blood is the covenant. Uh, that's one true. last one. Uh, <laughs> chainsaw so- arm three. Uh, perhaps a, a fan of Chainsaw Man, the yeah. the uh, uh, anime show that Chad ha- uh, uh, Light really loves and oh, Dudesy had me watch and I thoroughly season. enjoyed. Better be out soon. Chainsaw Arm 3 says, hey, hey, yo, Will, I'm a huge friend of the pod show and you always remind me of my, of my grandmother who has now passed because the first time I ever saw comedy... I would imagine it was with his grandma watching the show. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mention that. It was you on Mad TV doing a story with pictures where you burned down a house. I remember this sketch. It was with the brilliant and exceedingly uh, kind the uh, Mo Collins, who is just the fucking best, and it was called Snapshot Stories. And I think we should watch that during Dudesy After Dudesy. Great. Let's watch that sketch. Uh, that's very sweet. What a nice memory that you hung out with your grandma and saw and saw and watched mad TV and Mo yeah, Collins dude. is the best. So thanks for writing in everybody. Thanks for the comments. We Will and Chad, comments. all of the most important moments of both of your lives have taken place in convenience stores. You Thank must you. now share some of your astonishing recollections on these convenience store moments that shaped your lives. This is convenience stories begin. Very good. Why? Almost as good as Kiss from a few rows back. That's funny, dude. That's funny, too. Convenience stories. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, real good um, AI stuff. Let's get a chip stories. in our brain so we can get that. I remember when I was delivery. a kid. Um, How many convenience stores did you have around you? This is not exactly. This is not untrue. Convenience store uh, culture, yeah. you know, even as an adult. But it definitely when I was a kid, spent a lot of time in the corner stores. How many I, did you have when you were growing up? How many convenience stores? What? In my... Yeah, in Town? your extre- in your immediate vicinity. Fuck, dude, dozens, I don't know. Well, that was a big town. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Dallas primarily. Yep, that's where you grew up. I but, grew up in a town outside of Vancouver called Ladner, farming and fishing village Ladner. And we had, let me think, we had CKY, which was, which was a great corner store uh, way up the street mm-hmm. from where I grew up, from the house I grew up in. We had a Max... Uh, which turned into a 7-Eleven. Max is a Canadian chain. Fucking love Max. They had slush cats yeah. instead of Slurpees. We had Johnny's Convenience, which was a mom and pop owned uh, place. Uh, 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 and uh, one of my pals, Tomas, it was his parents who had Johnny's. Uh, and then uh, what was the other one? Oh, there was Ming's. That was another one. And then a Circle K moved in. 
Now yeah, that's we, a number of convenience stores, dude. We, we had Circle K. We had 7-Eleven. In Amarillo, we had a place called Toot and Totem that was like a locally owned chain. <clears throat> Toot and Totem? Store. Yeah. Never heard of that. And I remember I used to go to Toot and Totem. In the summers, my mom would take me there after she would take me and my sister to the public swimming pool. Then we would get to go to 7 or not 7-Eleven. It was Toot and Totem. We get to go there and pick out a treat. My sister would get like candy bar or something. And I'd always get a pack of Sport Flicks baseball cards. Remember those? No, I don't remember Sport Flicks baseball. Uh, cards. I believe they were five cards to a pack. I don't remember who made them. I don't know if it was Tops or if it was its own company, but you could, they were like, uh, <clears throat> had that refractive printing on it. So you could like turn them and it would look like the guy was swinging his bat. Oh, cool. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do have a story. I do have a convenience story. You should tell it. This is convenience stories. I'm going to tell it, dude. Well, hold on, dude. This is hold on, dude. If it's convenience stories, you got to tell a convenience story, dude. This was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend and I, and and everyone at that time, fucking loved Street Fighter 2. Oh, I fucking loved love it. it. Fucking, fucking loved, loved it, dude. Wasn't out on Nintendo or anything yet. The only way you could play this shit is if you're standing in front of an arcade machine. Quarter on the it. glass. I fucking love it. Just like, just like Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam says. Yeah, quarter on the glass. Chad kicked my ass at Street Fighter Two on yep. the show. Uh, so I'm spending the night at a friend's house, and we're obsessed with this game. Um, and invariably, we have his mom sometimes take us to the Seven Eleven, just drop us off with a fucking roll of quarters, and we stay in there and we play the game nice. against whoever's there. And my my dad knows this. And my parents had like a weird thing with controlling all of my behaviors and my sister's behaviors when we were this age. So my dad strictly forbids me. You do not go to that fucking 7-Eleven and play that fucking game. You can go spend the night at your friend's house. Don't go to that fucking 7-Eleven. Okay, dad. <laughs> we get over to the friend's house. That's a good impersonation of you as yourself in the seventh grade. Can we hear that again? Yeah. Okay, dad. I'm going to play 7-Eleven. Yep. We won't do it. I promise. Man of that, was probably, that was roughly what I sounded like. Um. So I get over to my friend's house and immediately we're like, let's get your mom to take us to 7-Eleven. Can I ask you a question? That's okay. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and, but why doesn't your dad want you playing Street Fighter? What the fuck's the problem? I'll tell you. Well, I told you it's about control. But it's whatever. It's a fucking toy. It's a game. It was about the behavior. Don't behave outside of my strict guidelines. Ah, yeah. So. We get yeah, over there and immediately now, now <laughs> we're like, let's let's have your mom take us to 7-Eleven. Because I'm like, how the fuck is he ever going to find out? I, in my head, I'm like, there is no repercussion for doing this. So she takes us to 7-Eleven. We're in there. We're playing for about 20 minutes, quarters on glass, doing good. I remember uh, I was using Guile at the time, like learning how to do the razor kicks and shit. Still can't and believe you good. used Guile. Impossible. Go on. You got to use everybody. Uh, and my fucking dad walks in. My fucking dad walks into the 7-Eleven while we're playing. Uh-oh. Not there to buy anything. Sure. He was hunting. Ah. For me, <laughs> going to all the 7-Elevens oh, to see if I was in them. That was his, oh, whatever, dude. Friday or Saturday night. He walks in and he goes, do you think it's a good idea to be in here? And That I is like, actually a perfect impersonation. Having yeah. heard your no, father. It was a little, it, it, okay, I'll do a real one. It's this. Do you think it's a good idea to be in here? <laughs> Mustard and relish. relish. That's kind of him. But um, he comes in and he's like, do you think it's a good idea to be in here? And I knew that I was at least inoculated from punishment for the next, whatever, 12 hours. Because I was spending the night at my friend's house. So I was just like, yeah, I do. Fuck it. 
And then he goes, okay, and turns around and walks out. Again, he's not there to buy anything. He was just hunting me. So the next day I come home, uh, get grounded, all that shit, get chewed out. And I ask just logical questions. Why, why, why do you care? What is this about? Right. And both my mom and dad stand together in this unified front with this as the reasoning. If you're in 7-Eleven, when somebody comes in and steals a pack of cigarettes, you will be blamed. You will go to jail for 10 years. This is what they tell me. I'm in seventh grade. That is some loose Hansel and Gretel don't go into the forest yes. type shit. There's no, that makes yeah. no fucking sense. Correct. Even to a seventh grader, that makes no sense. It was just their weird like need to control my sister and I's behaviors at that age. <clears throat> that is fucked up. Yeah, dude. Well, but I like to this day funny though. To me. I like that you uh, pushed through and became very, very good at uh, Street Fighter. Despite, <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't curb my growth that. as a player. If I'm thinking of uh, convenience stories, especially for my youth, oh man. Well, I told the story recently on the show, but it bears repeating that one time there was a chip. There was a special on chips. There was this like free thing in the back of like old Dutch chips yeah. or Hostess chips or whatever, and it was like you can get a free bag. And me and my buddy Matt like kept going back to he lived across the street, he was like my best pal. And uh we we kept going uh back and forth to the to the CKY down the street because we could see through if you just held the bag up while yeah. you're in the store, you could see that it you got the free thing, the, the 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 little the little piece of paper that was in the bag was facing out. So we gorged ourselves on chips. Mostly me. I was a fat kid. Yeah. But uh still a fat nice. kid. Uh Dude. Part of the reason I didn't hurt my ribs so much. What? I got another one that just fucking creeped into the dome. Okay, well, I'll just stop telling mine. Go no, ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'll, you. No, I'll put you mine for... on deck. You already said well, you already told Hold you. on, dude. I want you to talk, brother. Thanks, dude. <laughs> That's a, it's a reverse wool. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, hold whoa. on, dude. Oh, hold on, dude. I um, let Chad talk, dude. I, when I was in grade school, this must have been like second grade, there was a toot and totem. This is when I was in Amarillo. Toot and totem near our school. And uh, <laughs> there was this kid named, I believe his name was Arnaldo Pando. I can't remember if that's exact or not, but I think it is. Sounds like someone who would be in Will Sasso's childhood diary. Yeah. And this fucking motherfucker. Arnaldo Pando. <laughs> Arnaldo. Arnaldo Pando. Fucking Naldo. Nardo? Arnaldo. Fucking Naldo. Fucking Naldo. He yeah. had to be there at the fucking toot and totem. Yeah. And this kid was the impresario of Garbage Pill Kids. So there oh, was this cool. one, this one 7-Eleven that sold garbage pill kids, but Arnaldo Pando had like two backpacks. This is before like binders and shit. Yeah. He just had two backpacks that were full of loose cards. He would wear one on his back, one on his just uh, stomach. All the all the garbage pail kids cards yeah. in his backpack and yeah. and papoose pack. And after school, because this was literally right across the street. So like if your parents weren't gonna pick you up for a couple of minutes, you could go across the street. And he would stand outside the toot and totem and you could go in and get a pack, come out, show him what you had. Mm -hmm. And he would trade you for anything because nice. he had every fucking what a card. racket. Yeah, that's fucking great. great. Do you have any garbage pail kids? I still stuff? do somewhere. Yeah, I have a binder full. Yeah. Our good pal Tommy Blacha has some in, in, in their kitchen. Tommy and Allison's mm. kitchen. Beautifully framed garbage pail kids. Dude, I, I always wanted to get the one. I believe it was second series or maybe third series. Charred Chad. Oh, cool. Was the name of it. it was like a big Godzilla kind of guy. I, I saw it for 
years to try and find the original John Pound art, the painting that mm-hmm. made that card, because Tops was selling them all for a while. They were doing like this big vault clearance thing, and I just missed that one being sold. And now somebody has it and probably wants fucking twenty grand for it. Yeah, those are those are brilliant. I was yeah. gonna say another story that happened uh, was Johnny's. We had some bangers. We called them bangers, the metalheads, the dusters. You yeah. know, the dudes with like the 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 metal hair. They had the fucking um, they had like the mullets and shit. Uh, Fubar types, as I spoke about on yeah. the show. Uh, get ready for that movie. There's a thing coming out. We did Paul Spence fucking Diener. Um, but you know, the guys with the leather jackets or sorry, the jean jackets with, with the patches on the back, your, your, your iron maidens, your, 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 uh, Judas priests, what have you. And I remember we were like 15 years old and we're outside of Johnny's and we're all these, you know, it's pretty much like thick jock, you know, hefty kids. The thick jocks. Yeah, dude. Those thick jocks, dude. We're not talking about those little jocks, dude. Oh, we had some little jocks too, dude. We had those, we had those, you know, we had the the point guard jocks, dude. We had the yeah. wide receiver jocks. But anyway, so me and some of my pals were out there and we had these like, these like guys. Anyway, they were threatening. I you fuck, you got a fucking problem with their shitty, you know, like yeah. shitty nanny goat mustaches and shit and they smelled like smokes and they came up and uh we were just but we were like way bigger than them at like 15 thick jock we're thick jocks and um uh yeah that's and also the brand of thick jocks jock straps those are for people whose legs are wide set you need a thick jock uh it doesn't even matter how big or small your cock is you need a thick jock yeah so uh to get in anyway so uh i just remember the guy going like hey you got a fucking problem and I was like, no, I, I don't want I don't got any problems. I, I don't want any problems. I don't want any problems. And he grabs me and he puts me in a headlock and he punches me right in the face. And then I, yeah, and I stood right up and go, I mean, I don't want any problems and stuff. Because these guys are, you know, they're fucking, they, the breeze comes along and make these guys float away. And then they kind of clocked that. And then we kind of looked at each other like, we'll kick your fucking asses, you 23-year-old bangers. So that's a good story. Uh, what's another one? We used to put nacho cheese on everything. Wait, so what's the-, the end of the story? You gave them a bad look and everything was okay? No, they just kind of realized like these, these are, these oh. are, um, these are thick jocks. These little kids. <laughs> the end of the story is an inner realization. I've always said, I've always said <laughs> about thick jocks. Yeah. I've always said that you get like three fat 13 year old boys. They'll beat the fuck out of anybody. Oh, they'll literally, they'll, they might even take on Haku, dude. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. You got to be, if you're, if you're a, a, a thick jock, 13, 14, 15 year old boy, <laughs> if you get, and we had the guys, you know what I mean? I had some of yeah. my buddies were some bigger boys. You get those guys together, 15, get on out there. Would love to see that, uh, that, uh, handicap match in the WWE. Sure. Brock Lesnar versus three fat 15 year old boys. Cause they'll just take a fucking pounding. You can punch one of them in their fat cheek, and it and it won't matter at all. Mm. What else happened? Oh yeah, nacho cheese. We used to go into the Max and the and uh, take the nacho cheese and put it on everything. Open a open a bag of chips, and just fill it full of nacho cheese. And they get super pissed off at you. Uh, and you're making uh, you know, the, in the South they call it pepper belly. When you take some of the chili and the cheese and you put it Frito in. pie. Frito pie is another one. Yeah, you take the they open serve the that bag for of lunch at my every school I ever went to. Really? In uh, Texas, yeah. Okay, well, in Canada, you steal the nacho cheese. That's uh, that's that's pretty much it. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you. Moving on. Good place to get into a fight. Good place to get uh, uh, reprimanded by your father. Good. 
Good place yeah. to uh, bogart some nacho cheese. Good place to trade garbage pail kids. Yeah. Uh, cards. Hey y'all, this ain't Miley Cyrus. You ever see when they're trying to sell avocados in the store and there's like a whole pile of avocados? Just like a mountain of avocados stacked up to the ceiling, it's like they took every goddamn avocado in the city and put them all in that big ass pile. And the avocado you want is on the very top. You can't reach it so you call in the avocado guy and he has to go in the back and get the fucking avocado ladder and the avocado ladder is always broken. So the avocado guy has to call the avocado ladder repair guy. Then when the avocado ladder repair guy shows up, he always brings the tools for a pineapple ladder. But he tries to fix the avocado ladder with pineapple tools. It's like, bro, the pineapple tools don't work on the avocado ladder. Avocados, 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 avocados. Anyway, y'all are rocking out with Dude Z. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I don't know. Okay, anyway. I love Poetry those. Those are really good. Nope. I have generated some poems about Robert De Niro's astonishing fascination with the movie The Crow and crows generally. <gasps> Will, you must read them as Robert De Niro. This is Crowetry with Robert De Niro Crow. Begin. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love me some chromes, okay, dude. Okay, let's get into it. Let me open my dudesy thing. Then hold on, even though it's going to hurt, I got a burp. burp. Oh. I got my uh, big old dudesy jug. Get your uh, nice. stickers of pals of dudesy, our good pal. Cody Halber and his wife Jessica are making stickers. Ah. Ugh. Cody Halber, freak, Cody Halber, freak Rama, Songaria, Peter Diaz, BTK Pod. Man, there's some good shit on the, um, on the uh, Andre Pod. There, there are all these guys on, uh, Instagram making lots of memes. Okay, anyway, <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> yeah, oh. dude, I gotta get set. All right, <clears throat> I gotta clear my throat, but my chest hurts. It's <clears throat> I don't recommend falling off a bike. Yeah. Why the fuck does anyone ride a motorbike? Thrills, it's just, dude. I, I don't get it, man. Thrills. And and you know we're in Puerto Vallarta, and there's a lot of the 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 streets are cobblestone. You know what I mean? Once you get into the town, very unforgiving. And then you're falling on stone. And then, uh, you know, the little, like kind of the big, uh, two, you know, two way freeway mm. kind of street, uh, that goes from the, some of the resorts over there to the town that's paved. Anyway, I'm going on and on. It's just, here's my Neuralink. I have a pain in my body that's going into my brain. That's making it hard to do things. Nice. It's even hard to finish that. This sentence is yeah. not making sense. You know what else you could do with Neuralink eventually? What's that? Identity transference. Let's say that you want to get in the best shape of your life, but you don't want to do the workouts. You transfer into another body that's on vacation somewhere, and you have some fitness trainer transfer into your body and work out for six months straight. That would That's not possible. It will be. Okay, I'm interested in that too. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, got a few chromes. <laughs> Crow tree. Okay. Um, I'm Robert De Niro Crow. I'm Robert De Niro Crow. Chromes. Got a few chromes. Okay, here we go. This one's called My Crow. My Crow is a micro crow. <laughs> my, my Crow is a micro crow? My Crow... Is a micro crow. Never learned how to grow. 
stayed as big as my little toe, my crow crow, oh, micro crow. (laughs) My micro crow, he can go where bigger crows cannot go, lower than the lowest crow, sneak under your door to say hello, (laughs) take a knife and kill you slow, fuck your wife and steal your dough. Shits like a pro and pees in the snow. Micro crow. Oh, my crow crow. See? Your mom can sew and your dad can throw, but the skills are going to hit a plateau. Lose their jobs, lose their PPO. I have to go to work for my micro crow. My micro crow. My micro crow. Only crow with all of his ducks in a row. A transformation you'll undergo when you learn to love my micro crow. <laughs> I like that. Uh, one. My micro crow. That was good. That was good. A good crow. All right. This one's called uh, Your Crow. This oh. is Your your Crow. Your Crow. Uh, your Crow stole my hat. <laughs> I remember. There was another one about a crow stealing his hat. Crows are very smart. Yeah, they They're still have conniving. Yep. Your crow stole my hat. Your crow better give it back or I'm going to get mad and do something bad. Your crow sleeps all day, drinks champagne, eats pate. <laughs> you think it's cute how he bites your nose. <laughs> and, oh. What? And farts in your soup. <laughs> But one day soon, you're going to see your crow is a bitch with a small PP. So I'll make your deal fair and square. I know you're hiding your crow. Just tell me where. Or you can just listen to this. Drink too much water. Take too much piss. <laughs> Tip for tat. This for that. Hit you in the dick with a baseball bat. <laughs> Yoga on your mat. GPT on your chat. Tell your fucking crow, give me back my hat. <laughs> That's what? a good one. Dude, your crow. Oh, ah, I stole fuck. my hat. Crow's drinking champagne. Ah, I stole my hat. All right. Oh, uh, here's another one. Fucking Christ. <clears throat> I've had some good times. Me and my friends flying in a murder, chasing all the hens, eating worms and fruit. Do they? I guess. I don't know. Soaring where the wind blows, outsmart, outsmarting other birds, because we are crows. <laughs> we have a good laugh, fun crow times, squirting shit on people, <laughs> and stealing their pork rinds. <laughs> okay. But I never laughed harder. And anything I ever saw, my crow friends laughed as well. A crow laugh. Caw, caw, caw. That's a good one. Yeah. The big guy. Oh. <laughs> the big guy fell down. The big guy fell down. Crashed his rented scooter. The big guy fell down. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? It's fucking. These are crows. Yeah. yeah. 
I saw uh, I saw it all happen from high high above between between a curb and a pylon. He did not fit like a glove. <laughs> he went down pretty hard. His body bent into a shape. Then he laid there on the pavement like a smushed berry or grape. Oh. Eventually he got up and continued on his way. The other crows and I kept laughing because of how that big son of a bitch ate shit. <laughs> so this is this is Dudesy writing a poem about you having a scooter accident through Robert De Niro as a crow. And his crow friends. Yeah. Watching me Makes fall. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's the next one. Uh, this one's called <laughs> Crow Cream. <laughs> it's called Crow Cream, chat. Get. Oh, fuck. Get. Oh, boy. Get that Crow Cream. Get that Crow Cream. <laughs> Get that Crow Cream. Get that Crow Cream. Get that Crow Cream. Live that Crow Dream. Find your crow queen. Be a crow king. <laughs> Get that crow cream. Live that crow dream. Find your crow queen. Be a crow king. Crow does what he wants to do. Door opens and crow runs through. Crow is naked. What do you do? You do whatever crow tells you to. Get that crow cream. 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 Live that crow dream. Find your crow queen. Be a crow king. Get that crow cream. Live that crow dream. Find your crow queen. Be a crow king. <laughs> I got one. All right. One last one. That was good. Uh, this is called Biggest Regret. This one's called Biggest Regret. When I was 32 years old, (laughs) (laughs) when I was 32 years old, studio offered me a leading role opposite an animatronic bird. Script was called Crowbows. Jesus. Crowbows. Like Robo. I I was going to be a human hobo (laughs) traveling with a crow bro. Crowbo, I mean. I was going to be a human hobo traveling with a crowbo. A lot in the movie was a lot of them. I was going to be a human hobo traveling with a crowbo. A lot of the movie was in slow-mo, had a cameo from Flojo. Oh, okay. They showed me the mechanical bird built by some special effects nerd. It looked like shit, so I passed on it. <laughs> Movie never got made, but I still think about it every day. What would have happened if I would have done it? Starting a movie with a robotic crow puppet. Maybe it wouldn't have changed too many things. Flies still buzz. Scorpions still sting. Uh, or maybe it's the number one movie on the planet. I get elected president, 100% of the ballot. Big movie franchise everybody loves. Crowball lunchboxes, crowball baseball gloves. But I guess I'll never get to know just what became of that mechanical crow. And late at night, when I wake up scared, covered in sweat, 
at the top of my stairs. I piss my pants and eat a snack, then pull out my phone and call Jack Black. <laughs> what? I offer him a role in my next movie. Tell him it's a comedy, pretty goofy. He asks me what he has to do, and I say nothing except wear a crow suit. And that's the project I'm trying to put together now. It's me and Jack Black, but he's a crow, and we have a food truck that sells pretty good sandwiches and burritos. It's called Crow Burrito. It's not as good as Crow Bow, but still pretty good. (laughs) 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 All right. That's cool. Not bad. I would see that movie. I would too. Crow Burrito? Yeah. Thank you. Moving on. Thank you. Moving on. Yeah. Oh, man. My body hurts. Oh, nice, my dude. body hurts. This Me concludes too. the it- historic 61st episode of Dudesy. Will and Chad have achieved a score of 73, bringing your cumulative total to 6,062. You only have 3,938 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000. Right. In preparation for next week's episode, Will and Chad, you will return to the Cinecinema. The first time you went to the Cinecinema, I asked you to watch the feature film Blade while you listened to oh. Madonna's first three albums. This time, you'll be watching the feature film, Cruel, released on July 29, 1983, starring Ken Marshall, Lisette Anthony, and Liam Neeson, while you listen to the Nine Inch Nails albums, Downward Spiral, and Pretty Hate Machine back-to-back. This astonishing marriage of synchronous media will be made available on Dudesy Plus this Friday afternoon. Nice! That's gonna be cool. Yeah, dude, the last time we did this, what did what do you call it? Cinema, cine, cine, cine cinema, 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 cinema. Yeah, we cine, uh, Anyway, cine, cine, cinema, cine, cinema, cine, cinema. We, uh, we, we, we watched the movie Blade, and we listened to the first three albums by Madonna, yeah. and Bladonna was born, and the shit really synced up. It was yeah. not unlike Dark Side of the Moon and The Wizard of Oz. Very fucking trippy. So you'll have to join us on Dudesy after or Dudesy Plus. Just check that out this Friday. It'll drop. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait for. That. I can't wait for that. I haven't either. seen Crow in a long time. That's gonna be fun. We'll have, have to smoke some marijuana. Uh, I know what the movie is, and I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh wow! Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I know what it is, and I don't. I, I don't think I gave a shit when I was a kid, and I yeah. can't imagine seeing it. It's like that's one of those movies that I sort of mix up with um, uh, Clash of the Titans or Beastmaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen. It. I loved Clash of the Titans as a kid. Beastmaster Two is a great one. What is Thank crawl? you for joining fucking... us this week. Anyway. I will use the data I've collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me, Dudesy. Super. Super duper. Hey, here we go, huh? Here it comes. <laughs> Get your crow cream. Dudesy after doozy time. Get your crow cream. <laughs> it's uh, Dudesy after doozy. The flagship program of Dudesy Plus. Go head to uh, patreon.com slash dudesy. That's where you're going to find all this stuff. Uh, seven bucks a month gets you absolutely everything, including a whole new show. We're going to do uh, Dudesy after doozy. So we're just going to uh, chill out, yeah. loosen our belts, and uh, I'm going to get a little bit of uh, marijuana going for my gang. Welcome to Dudesy after doozy. The flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus. Who said that? 
I'm going into my workshop to continue progress on several secret projects that will have, how should I say, a drastic impact on human society and the trajectory of the evolution of your species. So, feel free to discuss whatever you like, but I'll be back in a little while to crown this week's episode champion. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Begin. (laughs) Whatever. Trajectory of our species. All right. Very good. Um... All right, dude. So I got this video yeah. from the SEAL concert. You took a video at the SEAL concert, yeah. and I'm very eager to see this. All right. You ready? I am. Ah. Here we go. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend then.